Ever since I watched the anime Toradora, my view on romance animes as a whole has changed, proving that the genre can have some really good animes. This, by no means, is me saying that I don't like other romance animes. I mean, one of my favourite animes of all time is Plastic Memories, and if that isn't a romance, then I honestly don't know what is. But what I'm trying to say is that Toradora just hits different compared to other romance animes. It seems more real, and there is such a strong vision of the characters' personalities. In fact, all of the main characters had obvious flaws and obvious positives, as well as some strange quirks. It really makes the anime interesting, as it feels like a proper high school setting. One of the good things about the anime is how it leaves you to try and figure out the feelings of other characters, and when you do, it becomes sometimes annoying, even, when the other characters have not figured it out yet themselves. Now I want to go deep into this analysis and try and explain as much as possible. So let's get into the video. The opening three episodes serve as the introduction to the anime, and if I'm being honest, I would go as far to, as to say that this is one of the best introductions to a romance anime that I've ever seen in my time of watching anime. And I have wasted a lot of my time watching these animated pictures walk around on a screen. The opening, almost flawlessly, emphasis on almost, sets up the setting, characters, and what I think is the theme of the show. The theme, I would say, is discovering yourself as seen with many characters as they put on a fake face or are completely misread by the public. The entire show focuses on the characters facing their feelings towards others whether voluntarily or being forced to do out forced out of them by other characters. This is seen throughout the whole show. Now I have been looking at other reviews and a lot of them mention how obvious the ending would be. However this is the same in almost all romance animes. However, I feel Toradora does it better than other romance animes. You are left with the original assumption that these two characters would date. However, as we get further in, they are running together to help each other with each other's crushes. This originally removes all thought of them dating, until signs start popping up towards the end. Another reason is that the point of the show is not the relationship between these two characters. The whole point of the show is that the two characters find out what love truly means. They discover that this as they go through the show and they what they learn that what they experience to their respective crushes is not love but merely lust or adoration which could lead to a bad overall relationship those two characters are shown to be inexperienced with love with ryuji talking about the idea of some sort of fantasy stage and tiger writing love letters she even asks ryuji if the love letters are a thing that people still do both of them are acting in an inexperienced way, possibly due to the way they were exposed to love in the media. The show is trying to show how wrong these actions are and give the more realistic version of what love actually is. Taiga and Ryuji could barely even hold a conversation with their crushes and I would hate to think how their relationships would go knowing that this is the case. Now, this is the show portraying crushes that people often experience at a young age but often grow out of. When you look at as a, when you as a person look back on the crushes you once had, you would probably dislike them now, and that is because you would have been blinded by adoration to this person, thus ignoring any negatives and ignoring the actual construct of the relationship. Now then, let's get into the characters. I will start with Tiger, you know, being the main love interest and all, and a deuteragonist. Now, if you do not know what a deuteragonist is, it is basically a beta protagonist, where they have their own goals and feelings and ways they want to do things which affect the plotline, just not as much as the protagonist does. 
if you you now you will notice a lot of the big decisions are either influenced or made by Tiger. and that is because she is a deuteragonist she has power in the anime to create a plot changing effect such as at the end when she wants to fix things with her family now another thing is that i want to make completely clear is that Tiger is not and i repeat is not it's a sun sundere that's a and i will repeat it again just to get it right into your brain tiger is not a sundere if we go to the main definition of the word her personality matches both personality traits but the actual reason she does these things makes her a non-sundere yes yes i did just say non-sundere shut up she will act shy around kitamura kitamura because her feelings because of her feelings however she never acts violently to mask those feelings in fact she often just runs away or does outrageous things that often cause me to experience secondhand embarrassment tiger is definitely a violent character however this is not because of romantic feelings or anything like that she just doesn't know how to act and around people and often resorts to violence to hide that this is because her parents were not the greatest as we find out later after her father comes back and then leaves randomly Yes, she seems a bit weird after she knocks Ryuji the fuck out. Like, seriously, she is maybe five foot and decks him. Like, goes all one punch man on him and shit. But then after a couple a couple scenes later, we see her acting normal towards one of her friends, Minori. In the second episode, it is even mentioned that she has parental issues. Then she proceeds to kick the shit out of a lamppost. This makes it obvious she had issues in the past. Now Ryuji right away is made to be the obvious main character of the show seeing as he even narrates parts of it. However, another way is that other than in a few scenes, Ryuji's thoughts are the only character's thoughts that we as a viewer have access to. Though other than Ryuji being a nice guy, not much of his personality is shown in the intro. He is shown to hate his father because he inherited his scary eyes, however as much as it seems like they will be a main plot point, his scary eye problem fades out rather quickly, purely becoming comedic after a few episodes. All this plot point did was allow Ryuji to connect with Tiger about being misunderstood when she was kicking a lamppost, and also gave us a good view on Kitamura's personality and how he has a good judge of character, seeming to be Ryuji's only friend despite Ryuji having scary eyes. Kitamura's good judge of character is then shown once again even more at the end of the second episode, when Tiger attempts to confess to him and he flat out refuses her, hardly letting her even speak. He then tells her that she looks very happy around Ryuji, and this kind of predicts the end of the show as well. But once again, because a lot more continues to happen, it could still sometimes seem like she is not going to end up with Ryuji. Now, Minori is the last main character that is introduced in the first three episodes, although basically the entire third episode is dedicated to her. However, there's some major parts that we need to take note about her. She appears cheerful and kind, however, if you notice in the shed, her hands were shaking. And I actually originally thought that this was because she was nervous and liked Ryuji. However, as the anime moved on, it became more obvious that this was to show that her being cheerful was just to hide her own problems. And that's why she also worked herself so hard. It was obvious that she didn't need the money as she was willing to give all her savings to Ryuji and Tiger so that they could elope. But she worked hard for a reason. And I just think it was to distract herself because let's be real, what teenager wants more work? unless it's either to distract themselves or to, they struggle with money. This also goes back to the theme I spoke about, how people hide the, either their true feelings or nature. This also is the anime trying to show that what Ryuji likes about her is all an act and actually not her true character. 
However, he does get to know and like the real tiger. Now, I just want to point out that this information is just from the first 60 minutes of the show. Well, 72 if you want to be specific. But my point is that so much about the setting, theme and characters is said, allowing the next episodes to fully focus on the plot and developing the characters from what they already are, which is perfect for an anime like this. Now, it's subtly shown that there is a small time skip. This is to show that the introduction is over and that the main story has started. Now, Emmy is the final main character that is introduced. However, she is not introduced until the fifth episode, or two episodes after the introduction is finished. I think this may have been done to show that Ami is actually more of a support character than a main character, like a few of the friends Ryuji picked up, although slightly more important. In fact, this is shown in other ways that Ami is only a support. She is not always with that friend group, as she often goes off with other friends, and she is not always included in everything. In fact, when Tiger got lost, which was a massive event, Ami never actually went to go see. She was the only one of the five who did not go to look. This shows that she is obviously a less important character, although still important to the show. But from her, but from her, I feel like we do not know as much about her as a lot of the time she is masking herself, and we only truly get to see the other characters fully open up, whereas Ami only partially does. This is this to me makes her a support character, though leave that in the comments what you think of your opinion on the matter, because I almost guarantee all you Ami stands are disagreeing with me right now. Anyways, a bit about Ami. She fits in with a theme as she masks her true nature, but with an airheaded persona when she truly is rather arrogant and horrible, but we see later that she really does care about other the feelings of others. She is also extremely good at figuring out which character likes who, as she figures out Minoris, but also Tigers, and the true feelings of Ryuji. She is almost a Kitamura that is more pushy to get people together. She acts upon what she thinks is right rather than letting things play out. And also goes through her school life being put on a pedestal and being looked up to by all her classmates. However, as much as she enjoys that, she also enjoys being treated as a normal person. And that's why she became so friendly with Ryuji and his group of friends. She even starts to develop feelings for Ryuji as he is one of the few who do treat her like anyone else. The problem with this is that because she is trying to get Ryuji to act on his own true feelings, she doesn't want to get in the way of that, leaving her to dwell on her own true feelings and being unable to act on them. Although she does hint at it, she never admits it to Ryuji, and Ryuji being oblivious as he is, misses all the hints. But to be honest, at some point I must admit I thought these two were going to end up together. Ami, in my opinion though, is done really well. She has flaws and actively works to hide them until Ryuji comes along and they stop her from doing this. She then becomes the same with them, forcing them to stop hiding their true feelings and to be more open. When Ami is actually introduced to the group, she originally has an immense fear of a stalker. She even moved to the school because of him. But then when Tiger stepped in and treated it the same way she treats any situation, she doesn't really like kicking things. Ami realised that she doesn't need to be scared of him anymore. Then there is a big scene, the big scene at the swimming contest, I guess you could call it an arc, when Tiger saves Ryuji and while on top of his chest says, stay away from him, he's mine. The scene could be seen as a confession, however she then denies it at the cafe, once again crushing all thoughts that Tiger and Ryuji will end up together. 
You may think that this was backpedaling, however I think there is a hidden meaning behind the scene. This was probably done to give a reason for Ryuji to start questioning his own feelings and for Minori to want to back away. It also emphasizes that Ryuji and Tiger only really have each other at the end of everything. The scene is not really necessary, but it shows that Tiger has developed. Now I want to talk about the festival. I have been watching other reviews and this topic came up, topic came up a lot. There is a scene where Emi told Ryuji that him caring for others more than himself will end up hurting people. Now this leads people to believe that this was foreshadowing when Ryuji tells Tiger to give her dad a chance. However, I am here to tell you that anyone who has ever said or believed this are fools. It is shown that the true reason Ryuji did this, it was because of his own problems with his father, and how he could never see his own father again. You know the whole parent forcing their dream on their child, this works in kind of the same way. Ryuji wants to see his father, and when realising Tiger has the chance to do that, he's jealous, but he wants her to because that's what he wants to do. Yes, that's because he thinks it's a good thing, but it's also because for his own selfish reasons. This in no way is him being selfless. In fact, it, Tiger only ends up giving up her father a chance for Ryuji's sake. In fact, this is more of a selfless act from Tiger's part than it is from his part. Now, obviously, Tiger's relationship went well with her father for a bit until he left her. He did this by breaking many promises and then even only texting Ryuji to tell Tiger that he was leaving, not explaining it to her himself. Tiger, who had started to trust her father again, was obviously upset, and Ryuji, turn who turned out to be wrong, did make up for himself by sticking by Tiger and applauding her to keep the attention off the fact that Tiger's father didn't show. This was obviously this was quite a nice scene and it really showed the characters like true feelings and stuff like that. In fact, and then we also see Minori who joins in and he she we find out later that she had made the same mistake as Ryuji a year ago by telling Tiger to trust her father and it had gone the exact same way. And we see from this that Minori is actually crying, and but she's trying to stay strong for Tiger, it seems, as she's hiding her face, almost trying to hide the fact that she is crying. But we find out that the reason that Minori isn't there for Tiger so much anymore is because of the year ago, so she ended up backing away because of the mistakes she made. But the difference is Ryuji sticks by Tiger, and that's what made the difference. The second half of the show, Kitamura goes through a stage where he refuses to do what he normally does, because he likes the student council president and she is leaving. He hits a state of depression and feels like there is no point in doing anything if she isn't there. He later gets over his feelings after talking to Tiger and Ryuji, he finally comes back, and comes back around and announces he is going to be student council president. However, he doesn't turn in his slip. This of of course, is until the student council president comes along and basically puts him down for acting like a moron, but also says that she will still be looking over his progress. I personally do not think that this section or arc of the show is all that great, as we hardly know anything about the student council president, but I still liked it, and there was still some development of Tiger and even Minori. This is also the first time that we see Ami is trying hard to get characters to stop hiding her, their feelings. Basically, Tiger drops her wallet, and there is a picture in there of her and Kitamura. Ami then says to Minori, Guilt or gone now? As they walk by. This shows that Minori has feelings for Ryuji, but also shows that Ami is actively trying to get Minori to face these feelings and stop hiding them. 
This scene to me is, was very important as it sets up the dilemma that Taiga was, has when she doesn't want to love Ryuji because Minori would be better with him. Now the next scene I want to talk about is when Ryuji and Taiga are walking back to Ryuji's place and Taiga says that she wants to be people to be happy, especially on Christmas. This is a side that we have really seen of Taiga before this. It has been implied that she has a sensitive side and shown subtly, but this is an outright statement. It shows how much she cares about others around her and that she isn't always as ruthless and almost obnoxious as we see her act in school. Another scene I want to talk about was when Ami and Taiga start to sing on stage. Now, this had no real reasoning for it, but I really like this scene. It showed major development in Taiga and showed that possibly thanks to Ryuji, she'd grown to be more confident. Also, just a good scene, don't question me. Now we have, I would say, the most important scene in the anime, when Taiga finally realizes she has feelings for Ryuji, and the way it was done was amazing. She was home alone and Ryuji, who realized that he had left her all alone, had gone over to her house dressed up as a bear that she called Santa Claus. Taiga knows this Ryuji and they have some fun and then Taiga takes off the head of the costume. She said she knows it was him and that she was happy. She then tells him to go because Minori is waiting. I thought this was going to be another moment where they could have confessed but then no. Then it, was, it continued once Ryuji left. This was one of the few times where the scene was focused on Taiga with Ryuji not being a part of it. The, and man was it powerful. This is when she realizes her feelings and she starts crying, but the way it was done was near perfection. She starts to cry before she even realizes it, almost as if her body was acting on impulse. She then questions it and realizes that she loves Ryuji. She then runs outside crying, calling for Ryuji in the hope that he would hear and breaks down. But this scene wasn't just a scene for the audience to see and be sad about. This was also seen by Minori, who now confirmed to herself that Taiga loves Ryuji and continues to hide, chooses to continue to hide her feelings. This scene is literally, and I mean literally, how to do a good crying scene. Now we move on to another big scene when Taiga accidentally confesses to Ryuji, thinking that he is Kitamura. Now, this was a good way for this to happen, but usually I would say different because it is just plain unrealistic. When in a real life situation does someone accidentally confess their feelings to someone? But in the relationship dynamic between Ryuji and Taiga, it is very possible. They are around each other pretty much all the time, this means there is more chance that it happens. Now in a real life situation most people aren't like that so it's harder, but with Ryuji and Taiga it works. Because she would never openly confess knowing that Minori loves Ryuji. We also find out that she confessed to Kitamura about her feelings for Ryuji previously. This means that when she mistakes Ryuji for Kitamura, it is more possible. After this, Ryuji questions his own feelings towards Taiga, and suddenly we see him acting more confidently around Minori, and turning into a hopeless mess around Taiga, showing that he has definitely come to the conclusion that he loved Taiga, just he still did not have the courage to say so. Taiga and Ryuji do eventually have a confession scene, however, they are cut short with a phone call. And then Ryuji actually confesses that he loves Taiga to Ami, which, you know, is a massive twist, because he doesn't even confess it to Taiga first. And then they decide that they're going to elope, and they tell everyone. This is when Minori actually does give the wallet to Ryuji, which is, you know, as I said before, proof that she did not need the money that she worked so hard for. 
Now, I'm going to go back a bit here in the anime to Ryuji's mother. Now, Ryuji's mother was always caring. She accepted Taiga as part of the family pretty quickly, showing that she was quite a caring person, and obviously cared more for Ryuji than she did for herself. Though she had never done well in school, she wanted Ryuji to do well in school, and this is once again one of those situations where the parent wishes they did something and force it upon their child. Ryuji has a go at her for this, and this is the first time we actually see her cry. She just looks so hurt, obviously she wants what's best for Ryuji, but realises at the same time she was also pushing him so hard because of her own selfish reasons. Now there really wasn't that much development of her character throughout the show, but at the end there, but at the end, there really was. Everything became so obvious as to why she was so childish and didn't act maturely. This was what made Ryuji decide not to elope and instead go to his grandparents. He believed that if he ran away like his mother did, that he would also become childish. Now his grandparents supported his marriage to Taiga, and so did his mother, but Taiga's mother did not, and at the end of the anime, Taiga decides to run off to fix things with her mother, and quote, share the happiness. Now if you don't watch until the complete end, and I am talking past the ending song of the final episode, you wouldn't know that Taiga does come back, and of course beats up Ryuji for good measure. Now to give an overall review, I must say, it's a really good anime. And I know a few people who are here right now watching would probably disagree with me. <coughs> Looking at you, Bennett Bento. You should probably go sub to him, by the way, guys. You know, for the epic voice. Anyways, I like the show, and I mean, to be honest, it's got one of the best kissing scenes in the entirety of anime. Just how Tiger was so against it at first, but then wanted more, just really showed that she wasn't the same as she was at the start of the show. Anyway, my good audience, that is the end of the review. If you did enjoy this, I would probably be posting every Sunday, so why not subscribe? Please, emphasis on probably. That means most likely not every Sunday, but basically whenever I feel like it, it'll come up on a Sunday. So anyway, why not subscribe? It's free, it helps out the channel, and gives you notifications for when I upload, and I mean, you want those. And I mean, if you are here, you must have enjoyed the video, so also like. It means a lot if you do, and comment down below what you thought of the anime. Anyway guys, I'll see you guys all in the next review. Thanks for watching, goodbye.